Wadena Truck and Trailer Repair at 217 Harry Rich Drive in Wadena. Welcome to the Morning Sports Desk on KWAD. The Morning Sports Desk is brought to you by a low-grade beaver... Uh, what's the what is, what's the word I'm looking tranquilizer. for? Tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. A low-grade beaver tranquilizer brings us today's The Morning Sports Desk. It's very exciting times. Now, you're a beaver... What the heck does that mean? Uh, look, I you know, uh, you know, up, up at Bemidji State, you know, there's a phrase we call it "roll beeves." Sometimes, uh, you know, you know, it's the roll beeves. Sometimes you go roll damn beeves, D A M, of course. Uh, and you know, it's just sometimes, you, sometimes we get a little too crazy up there. I don't know. You just, uh, I got nothing. I got nothing. Well, shout out DeAndre Hopkins and his low-grade beaver tranquilizer. I wish him nothing but the best. The Cardinals wide receiver, of course, suspended the first six games of the season for performance-enhancing drugs and, like Corey just mentioned, a low-grade beaver tranquilizer. And as we talked about yesterday off-air and online, uh, I'm really glad he didn't use the high-grade stuff. The dude might have been a literal animal. I mean, can you imagine? No one can stop him now. His tail, Roll damn beeves. It's a great move to get separation when you can use your tail to hit the uh, opposing cornerback. Right. That's uh, a 15-yard unsportsmanlike for gnawing on the leg of his opponent. <laughs> Roll damn beeves. You know, it's a great saying, really. We uh, got baseball on our schedule tonight, CJ. Local baseball. Of course, spring sports have kind of been slowly but surely trying to churn their way back the last couple weeks, but uh, a nice weather week ahead. Today is beautiful. Of course, uh, we picked the nicest day uh, so far to start doing games. Thank goodness. New York Mills at Wadena Deer Creek Park Region Conference Baseball. It'll be on the Superstation this afternoon, 105.9 FM, the Superstation K106, a 415 pregame. A 431st pitch. Both uh, you and I uh, will be there uh, with the play-by-play. Really looking forward to the game in Deer Creek yes. uh, for you uh, Eagles and Wolverines fans. It'll be in Deer Creek this afternoon. Also, you can listen on WadenaRadio.com and the Superstation app. Now, this is not only exciting because we get our first game of the spring in, mm-hmm. finally, it's also exciting for a bunch of other reasons. Let's talk about them, shall we? Yeah, sure. One year ago, New York Mills played in the uh, Class A championship game, mm-hmm. losing to Hayfield 7-4. to So they are fresh off a state tournament berth and a runner-up finish. With Dina Deer Creek... Oh, by the way, made the double A state baseball tournament. They lost their opening round game to Plainview Elgin Millville three to one. So both of these teams fresh off state tournament trips one year ago. Is that good? It's very good. It's very good. Both teams are undefeated to start this season in the Park Region Conference. They are the top two teams in the Park Region Conference. Wadena Deer Creek four and O, New York Mills two and O. Um, uh, New York Mills undefeated overall at three and one. Wadena Deer Creek four and one overall. Both of these teams are ranked in the top ten in their respective class to start the season. New York Mills ranks second 
in Class A. Wadena Deer Creek is ranked fifth in Class 2A. Going back very quickly to Class A, Hayfield is the number one team because when you're good at one thing, you're good at everything, and Hayfield has been good at everything for a while. Um, uh, KMS is in the top ten. Ashby is in the top ten in Class A baseball around the region. Yeah. Class 2A, Glencoe Silver Lake is number one. Head coached by Dean uh, Schwartz, my eighth grade baseball coach. Uh, Purim is ranked second. Um, Foley is ranked fourth. Mentioned Wadena Deer Creek fifth. Albany is ranked sixth. And Piers is ranked tenth. By the way, Foley, Wadena Deer Creek, Albany, and Piers all in section six double A. 6AA is four of the top ten teams in Class 2A. That's so loaded. It's insane. And then, of course, we mentioned uh, uh, Perham ranked second. Clearly a regional team. Plainview Elgin Millville, who we mentioned as beating Wadena Deer Creek one year ago, they're ranked eighth in uh, in the top ten. So we're seeing some very familiar teams. This is, besides being our first broadcast, a really, really exciting game on top of everything else to have as our first game. This is a lot, and and it really plays into the QRFs and, and everything, especially if you're New York Mills getting a win over Wadena Deer Creek could be huge in terms of getting that kind of spotlight. Of, obviously, it's early, but, I mean, it's not. There's only a few more weeks until the postseason because... We're in the month of May already, but uh, for Wadena Deer Creek, uh, talking on Wolverines Weekly, which you can hear at noon on KW80 every Saturday and on WadenaRadio.com, uh, head coach Kyle Dykoff of the Wolverine baseball team, uh, he said this week is uh, going to be a toughie for them because they played Sabika yesterday. Sabika uh, is a team that in the recent history has had some good baseball. State tournaments two of the last three years or something like that. The Wolverines won yesterday 6-4 to four, over uh, Sabika, and then they play New York Mills today, of course, a good matchup. Yep. Parker's Prairie on Friday, yep. of course, another team that's had recent history of good baseball. Yep. Saturday, they have a doubleheader, first game against Watertown Mayor, and then the second one against Purim. Wowzers. So it is a tough week for them, and something that really the pitching uh, that Wadena Deer Creek has... Uh, Coach Dykoff feels really good about his team's pitching staff and all the arms he has, mm-hmm. and they're all going to need uh, be needed this week. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Coach Dykoff manages that game, knowing he has a lot of games this week that they have to try and play. Two schools split one year ago with New York Mills winning the first game 11-4, to Wadena Deer Creek winning the second game by a score of 2-1. to Again, Deer Creek is where that game will be for uh, Wolverines and Eagles fans. Uh, if you can't make it out, 4.15 pregame, 4.30 uh, first pitch, Superstation K106. Wild last night. Yeah. Whoops. Oop, oopsie. Whoops. Whoops. Wait. Not a great time for the other team to uh, have their goalie play out of their mind. Yeah, you, you know, it always, it always seems to happen. Not a great time to have, was it, was it Spurgeon bashes stick against the ankle of somebody else? That's a it's a really bad look, and he'll probably get suspended for He's that. He's 100% going to get suspended for that. Not a great time to um, not choose to have your best goalie of the season start the playoff game. Like Talbot's been better. He has been. Flurry down the stretch here. 
Has been, yeah. But both th- of them do not have wins against St. Louis this year. Flurry is zero and three, I believe. Now zero and four. I think Talbot was like zero two and one coming into this. Um, that was not a great look for for the home team last night. Summed up perfectly. Should we move on? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, yeah, it was a really bad performance. Uh, if you watch the game at all, uh, you could like St. Louis was just physical. The Wild, anytime they had the puck, uh, they just looked uncomfortable. And St. Louis did a great job just of creating turnovers and just forcing the Wild to cough up the puck. Uh, another thing with the Wild, they had like four different power play chances yesterday, and they couldn't c- score on any of them. So as much as it was the Wild getting outplayed and making dumb mistakes, they just didn't execute. So you could chalk it up and say unlucky as well. And uh, keep in mind, last week the Wolves won game one, and we acted like we uh, won the series already. So... Uh, these things are long, and uh, game two will be tomorrow night. So you can't win in six without uh, losing a couple first, right? Yeah, this is going to be a tough series, by the way. St. Louis and Minnesota are two very tough teams, both of whom are very good. So it's going to be really, it's going to be a fun series. So we'll have to see. Hopefully, the goaltending picks up. But like the nice part you said was the Wild have two starting caliber goalies that they can kind of flip flop on. So that should help. The Twins got a 2-1 win last night over Baltimore, game one of that four-game series. We are officially on a Twins Tuesday. Yep. I I believe we're on to the number 12. We are on to number 12. And speaking of which, in the Twins' last 12 games, uh, I think it's 12, maybe 11, uh, you know what their record is? Uh, uh, do they have just two losses in that stretch? Yes, they are 10 and 2 in their last 12 games. Better that. Yeah, you know, so. They're I, hot. They are fuego. Name right the now. most recent twin to wear number 12. Emilio Pagan. Incorrect. Well, I mean. Wait, is that true? He's wearing it this season. Oh, okay. Then, uh, I don't have the most updated. Before, then who was immediately before Emilio Pagan? Uh, I, uh, I, I feel like once you say it, I'm really going to feel stupid. Yep. Yep. You're uh, going to feel real dumb. Uh, really just tell, dumb. Just tell it to me. Jake Odorizzi. Okay. Yeah. I, I do feel dumb for that one. Two catchers wore it before that. John Ryan Murphy and Chris Herman. Twins legend John Ryan Murphy, of course, by the way. Alexi Casilla wore the number 12 for a while. Had to switch over because Jim Tomey came to the Twins. He was originally number 25. Uh, Jason Tyner. Wore it for a couple of years, 06, 07. Twins legend, of uh, course. Todd Walker, who was up for Rookie of the Year, seemingly 17 years in a row for the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. He wore number 12, Chip Hale, Brian Harper. But let's get into some great names about the number 12. First of all, 48 players have worn the number 12, now 49, uh, throughout the course of Twins uh, and Senators' history. Uh, 1983, Tack Wilson wore it. I had okay. to pr- mention that because, you know. I'm Tack, I'm Tack, Tackman. So I thought that was cool. I'm taking credit for this guy's first name. <laughs> um, Harmon Killebrew wore the number 12. Really? In 1955-56. Who was taking number three at that time? Oh boy, let me go. I gotta go back then. Who was wearing number three? It's gotta, obviously it's some scrub because we all know who Harmon Killebrew is and we have no idea who the other guy who wore number three was Harmon Killebrew, number three. In what years did I say? 
55, 56? Yeah. 55, 56. Number three in 1955 was Mickey Vernon, and in 1956 was Carl Olson. How could we forget Mickey Vernon and Carl Olson? Two totally twi- agree. Two twins legends. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, I want to mention some other great names. I want to go all the way back. The first number 12 in uh, Twins history was a guy named Furpo Marbury. F-I-R-P-O, Furpo Marbury. Old time, say that in an old timey baseball voice. Like, man. Like, man. like, oh, <laughs> coming down to the old ballpark, it's Furpo Marbury. He's leading the league in stolen bases. Something like that. The best one though, Ward for a, a couple of years from 1932 to 1934, so the second number 12, was a guy by the name of General Crowder. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a civil war general. I think honestly he was probably legitimately off the civil war. His dad probably was a civil war general. Uh totally. General Crowder is that guy's name. Twins play again tonight 5:30 pregame, 6:05 first pitch on uh uh right here on KWAD. Twins are Twins are hot right now. It's fun, isn't it? They're playing really well and appar- and the Twins have the perfect schedule in front of them. First of all, the Twins in their last 27 games against Baltimore are 22 and 5 with a plus 63 run differential. Wow. That's really good. Uh Orioles are also really really bad. Yep. Uh over the last 5 years. Over so the last 5 years. They have 3 games over the last of my life. <laughs> They have three more games with Baltimore coming up, of course, the one tonight. Two more in the next couple days. Then they go back to Target Field for a three-game uh, series against Oakland, who has lost seven of their last eight or something along those lines. Oakland stinks. They are bad. And Houston, they're, they, I mean, they're still good. They're still a good team. So Houston has... Uh, they have a three-game series with Houston. Then it's Cleveland, and then they go back to Oakland, back to Kansas City, back home against Detroit, play Kansas City again, and then finish out the, the month in Detroit. So my point is, by listing off all those teams, the Twins in the month of May, ha- they're already in a good spot. The Twins are at, I think Glenn Perkins said yesterday or the day before, they're at like a 93-win pace. The Twins are in a perfect spot to really take off record wise. Uh they're uh believe it's 14 and 9 their record uh and this month the soft natured schedule of their opponents. I think I saw uh that the Twins don't actually play a team with a winning record until they play Toronto next month. So the Twins have a really good opportunity to just win the games in front of them and they've been doing that. The hitting has been timely, the pitching has still been stellar. Um I I just think they have a really great opportunity uh, to really grab hold of the Central and at least uh, confirm to everybody that the Twins are going to be good this year. They still kind of have to prove it to some people, although they've the last couple weeks have really kind of thrust them back into the uh, to the national spotlight to get people uh, caring about the Twins again. But the Twins have a great opportunity in front of them through the next month because there's a whole lot of winnable games on this schedule, and this Twins team looks like one that can beat up on a lot of bad teams. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, the 3rd of May. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, 
one heart attack. And with Letfio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Letfio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio.